Thank you for joining us today. If you're new to The Rock, we would love to connect with you, and you can text Rock of KC to 816-307-1611 for a Connect card, and a member of our team will be in touch with you shortly. If you'd like to partner with us financially, you can give safely and securely through our app and on our website at rockofkc.com. Your generous giving through The Rock supports many ministries here locally and globally. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Sobering, isn't it? Sobering to think about the freedoms that we have and we take for granted, but they have been paid for by the price of those who have laid their life down. Memorial Day is a time to remember and to give thanks. And uh, I'm grateful for the nation that I get to live in. I am. I'm grateful for those who have laid their life down in order to protect our freedoms. The freedoms we have to be knuckleheads. The freedoms that we have to burn our flag in protest. They pay for that freedom. And uh, I am grateful. I've gotten, I've had the privilege of traveling to many nations and many countries. And uh, I know God loves the whole world. But I also know how grateful I am that I've been privileged to be born in such a prosperous nation very prosperous and um, yeah I could uh, our, our nation is in need of deep deep repentance deep repentance and uh, so today it's I think we should get sober and consider the privileges that we have because of the price of men and women have paid for us to have these privileges. And so as you celebrate this weekend, as you do whatever you do, and people are doing all kinds of stuff, baseball tournaments, soccer tournaments, I mean, just all kinds of stuff. There'll be parties and going to the lake and all that. But I think it's important that you take a moment and get seriously sober and consider and thank God for the privilege you have to live in a country that we get to live in. Amen? All right. Yeah, come on, give God praise. We give praise to God. Um, so, y'all ready to get into the Word? I mean, are you ready to get into the Word? Like, it's, you know, I, it's been two weeks since I preached. My wife brought a great word on Mother's Day. Yeah, Amen. She brought a great word to us on Mother's Day. And then last week, if you missed last week, will you please get on the same page with us and go listen to that message by Russ Tuttle from the Stop Trafficking Project. We kicked off our run to stop it. This, this scourge of uh, human trafficking, of sexual abuse, it's a scourge. And it's not just from people being trafficked, but even in the churches, God's pulling back the veil and, and all kinds of things are coming out from denomination after denomination of, of the sexual abuse that's happened at the hands of clergy. It, folks, it's a scourge and uh, it's, 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 it's terrible. And, and this human trafficking is horrible and terrible and you need to listen to the message and understand why we must not shrink back from this battle why we must be those who bring awareness and also bring finances to help people like Russ stay in the battle 
to prevent it before it stops. And uh, we're, we've got an audacious, big God, bold uh, goal of $400,000. It's a number that I was praying about. And I felt like I just sensed it. So here we go. And I, I'm not afraid to fail because I know that uh, every year, uh, whatever we put out there, it's like if I get $10 more than if I'd done nothing, then I didn't fail. That's just where I'm at. But listen, this is highly doable. We have a thousand people that come and sit right in this every week, almost a thousand between three services. But I'm, I'm really, the challenge is going to every one of you. Like I, none of you are exempt. Even if you're a visitor, you're not exempt. Okay, because you're hearing the call to battle and you're hearing about a responsibility and we can sing the songs and they're nice and noble and they're 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 great. I give it all. Yeah, but my but not my pocketbook. I won't give it like, you know, I'm going to honor God first, but then he doesn't get the first. He get the mortgage payment gets the first. The lake house gets the first. The car, the boat, the 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 Nike shoes, the the kids games, recreation, whatever. They go in all honesty, most of Americans put all that before the if they've got any left over, they may throw a 20 or a 10 occasionally into the offering and call that, you know, their tithe or they call that their honor to God. But that's dishonoring to God because God wants first place in all things. And if he doesn't have your pocketbook, then he doesn't really have your heart because where your treasure is, there your heart is also. Listen, I told you I haven't preached for two weeks. <laughs> and so uh, I'm, you know, the challenge is, is that every person in this room, every person that hears this, every time I share it, that you, you go, I'm tagged, I'm it, I'm going to participate financially in this this year, and we're going to hit this goal. 500 of you would say, I'm doing at least 400. 200 of you would say, I'm doing just at least 1,000. It's done. That's it. That's only 900 people. That's only 700 that have to say yes. We got way more that could. And don't, don't, don't look at your pocketbook at what you can do. That's not faith. Because I can come to your bank account and get it out of there. <laughs> Just give me your code. You can Venmo. Because <laughs> you, you end up getting money for what you want. Do I need to go here? I'm preaching to the choir, aren't I? No, I'm not. Here's how I know. No. <laughs> but let's, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. And let's not shrink back in doing good. Let's not grow weary in doing good in this battle. Amen. All right. Well, as I said before, are you ready to get into the word? Ready for that word to get all up in your business? I hope you are because it's going to. Praise be to God. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace. We thank you, God, for those who have died to make the freedom that we have to stand here and preach and listen and gather together freely because of people, Lord. People who weren't just words, but were action to their defense of our country and our nation in which we get to live. And we do not take that for granted. And we say, thank you, God. We say thank you. And for those families, God, that are paying the ultimate price because their loved one died in service to their country, that seems at times to be so ungrateful. Will you comfort their hearts and give them the courage they need
to keep loving you and loving their country in spite of those who do not honor that sacrifice. And Father, we pray today that you will grant to us grace to not just be hearers of this word, but to become effectual doers that will we'll mix this word with faith and we'll mix it with action so that it bears fruit. Our fruit remains and we so prove to be your disciples and glorify you, our Father in heaven. We pray for this grace upon us all. In Jesus' name and all of God's people said, amen. I wanna share a couple illustrations with you. There was a person out hiking, the story goes. He's hiking on a mountain area and he ended up slipping and falling. And he slipped and fell, and the only thing to grab hold of was a tree limb that was growing out of the side of the mountain. And he was hanging there, uh, holding on for dear life. And there was a 100-foot drop below to, to a rock bed, which would probably have been his certain death. And so he began to pray, and he began to cry out to God, God, save me, God, help me. God, save me. God, help me. And all of a sudden, God spoke from heaven and said, do you believe in me? Yes. Do you believe I can save you? Yes. Then let go. And he says, anyone else out there? (laughs) There's also a story about a young boy who was going on a hike up a mountain, and he came across a poisonous snake, and the snake began to speak to him, and he said, hey, young boy, he goes, "Um, I'm getting old, and I want to go to the top of the mountain, but I can't make it to the top of the mountain. I want to go and see a sunset for one last time before I die, and so will you kindly pick me up and and take me in so that that I can go to the mountain, and he goes, you're a poisonous snake, and you'll bite me, and he goes, no, no, I won't. He goes, I'm an old snake, and I won't bite you, and and I promise you I won't bite you, and so the boy uh, picks up the snakes and brings it to his bosom, and they go to the top of the mountain, and they watch the sunset together, and then as they, he says, well, it's time for me to go, and you can take me back home, and as they began their journey down the mountain, they got to the place where he had picked the snake up, and as he goes to take the snake and let him down, the snake bit him, and the snake goes to the ground, and he said, you, you bit me, why did you bite me, you promised me that you wouldn't bite me, and the snake says, you knew what I was when you picked me up, you're the one who let me in. I want to talk to you today about a three-letter word and the power of this three-letter word. It's called let. Let. L-E-T. It's a very powerful word because what you let into your life and what you won't let into your life matters. Who you let into your life and who you won't let into your life matters. And the Bible has a lot to say about this three-letter word, and I want us to explore it today. I want us to look at some of these scriptures. First of all, let us worship. Let us worship. Psalm 95, 6, come, let us bow down in worship. 
Let us kneel before the Lord, our God, our maker. God calls us to a place of worship. The literal word worship literally means to, to bow. It, it means to, to, uh, to bow at the feet of someone or to even lick the ground. There is a posture in worship that you need to take often, and that's to your knees. Because it postures yourself in humility before God. Let us worship. America needs to learn to worship again. America needs to turn to God. And that means we as Americans need to turn to God. Because that's the only ones that can, our individuals. Then a nation turns. But how do we, we let us worship and I want to encourage you that you would incorporate bowing and kneeling as a way. You say, but pastor, uh, you know, I got bad knees. I said, well, maybe you get healed. You know, it's a posture of worship. Let us worship and bow down. The, Isaiah 12, 5, sing to the Lord for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. What are you singing? What's your song today? Woe is me, complaining, murmuring. Oh, poor me, I don't have enough. Are you a victim or a victor? You can't hold both flags at the same time. Victory and victim. Make a choice. What song are you going to sing? Let this be known to the world. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be, come on, some of you people, you all know it. What are you going to do today? What song are you going to sing? You're going to look at the weather map? Oh, the weather, weather's going to be the weather. That's what it's going to do. Every day is going to be something. We are more concerned about the weather. The song you sing, let this be known to all the world. I will sing of your goodness. I will sing of your faithfulness, oh God. I will sing of your goodness. I'm going to sing it. What else do we need to do? Let us. It's like you're growing lettuce. Let us examine and return. Look, Lamentations 340, let us examine our ways and test them and let us turn to the Lord. We need to. God, examine my ways. My ways, Lord, are they pleasing to you? A lot of selfishness in my life, God. A lot of complaining. A lot of woes me. Forgive me, God. A lot of cares I'm not casting on you. I'm trying to take them all onto myself. God, I, I, I come and I'm examining my ways and I'm going to turn to you, God. I want to return to you, God. Isaiah 55, 7, let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. How many of you know ideas have consequences? They, got, they have eternal ramifications, your ideas. Well, I think this and I think that, but what does God say? Well, I, 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 well, brother, I, you know, I know the word, but you know, I just don't feel that way. Well, guess what? Trumps your feelings. God's word. God's word trumps your feelings. 
You think your feelings are the ace in the hole, but they're not. God's word is. Let every man be a liar. Let God be true. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. Come on, let's turn to God. America, let's turn to God. Americans, let's turn to God. And here's the challenge that I want to challenge every one of you today. If you name the name of Christ, the Bible says abstain from evil. If you're going to name the name of Christ, then do, run away from evil and run to God. I'm sitting there, uh, Reverend Jimmy Bratcher. Listen, I'm, I'm thinking this song. Why is God's mercy and grace running after me? Like, what am I running from it? I just said... I'm, I'm turning in the wrong freaking direction. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go running right. Like if it's running after me, I'm going to go run to it. And then I started thinking about the prodigal. I wonder if the, I know the prodigal father, the, the prodigal father, the prodigal God. The, okay, the word prodigal means lavish. Tim Keller wrote an excellent book called The Prodigal God. Think about it. And then there's an old song, I don't remember who sang it, but it says, the only time I saw God run is when he ran to me. And it was about that song. And the father hooked up his skirt. I mean, they wear those things. I was running after, tied around her waist, boom. I'm going after him. I wonder, I wonder if I'm going to go to dad. I'm going to repent. I'll just be a servant in his house. I'll just be a slave. And I wonder if he looked up and saw dad coming. And he's running. He's running. I like, what, what, like I'm going to run. If, if, if goodness is running after me, I'm going to turn around. I don't want it to have to catch me. I want to go get it. Come on. Are you hearing me? So turn to God. Look, he'll pardon you. Turn from your wicked ways. Turn from your wicked thoughts. Turn from them. Like leave them in the dust. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Come on. Frozen. Who can sing Frozen? Not that it's song Frozen, but let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Come on, let us forsake this stupid stuff. Let us forsake these things that are carnal and natural and ungodly, and we know it, and we know they are. Let us forsake our opinions and those things that we, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. Listen, you're not a goat. You're a sheep. Why don't you buy, yes, instead of but, 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 but. Don't be a but. Can you say that in church? I'm not, I'm not in church. I'm in a building where the church is worshiping God. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. 
Romans 6, so you must count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its desires. Listen, don't let it. Like, I'm dead to it. Don't let that thing in here. How many of you have ever said, don't let that dog in here? Like, why would you never let a dog in? It's the cats you got to keep out. You knew I'd go there. Yeah, but don't, don't, don't let that, don't let him out. Don't let him out. And then it's like, oh, he's out. Yeah, he won't be back. They'll come back. That dog will come back, you know, smoking a cigarette, have a beer in his hand as long as hind legs. We had a little Maltese that was like that. You don't know how many times. Snowstorm, Colorado. Dog gets out, gas station, dog goes missing. We're driving in back roads of nowhere. Big old jackrabbit runs out in front of the car. The kids are going, oh, will that eat it? Will that eat cotton? Cotton was like Warrensburg, Missouri, visiting my in-laws. We're roaming the streets. Cotton, cotton. Kids are crying. Oh, cotton. That dog cigarette <laughs> got whiskey from somewhere I don't know it's true I'm telling you you let him out you let it in who are you letting in who are you not letting in that needs to come in come on now do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you obey its desires. Quit saying, well, I'm only human, bastard. I don't know about you. You don't act human. You're weird. You're strange. You could be an alien. I believe in aliens now. I met you. <laughs> now we can't let it. Like, no, listen. No, I'm dead to this, dead to this. I'm not letting it in. Here, man, come on, take, take a hit, take a hit. No, I, I'm dead to that, dude. That took me down the wrong path, and you know it did. Now, be a true friend to me and tell me I don't need it and get it away from here. Shut the door to it. I don't need it. It's not going to help me in pursuing righteousness. I gotta, I'm, I'm dead to it. Shut the door to it. I'm not opening the crack back up to this. I'm not opening up a crack to crack. Do not present the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but it, present yourselves to God as those who have been bought from, brought from death to life and present the parts of your body to him as instruments of righteousness. That's why you bend your knees. That's why you lift your hands. Hey, this is Pentecost Sunday, by the way. Why don't you let Pentecost in? Why don't you let the Holy Ghost in? Why don't you let tongues in? Why don't you let faith in? Why don't you let righteousness in? Why don't you let all of God in and not just the parts that you want to pick and choose? Why don't you let the charismata in instead of all the other crap you're letting in? And I said it. I'm working on it. 
I am working on it. But as instruments of righteousness, God, I'm yours. You bought me with a price. You bought all of me, body, soul, mind, and spirit. Sanctify me, God. Set me apart, Lord. Deliver me from evil. God, crucify my flesh. I'm too weak to do it. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill me, Holy Spirit, through and through. Seriously. I'm playing games. God's not playing games. I bought all of you. I part of you. I bought it all. And I want to renew your mind. And I want to change your life. I'm not here just to save you. I'm here to transform you. I'm here to make you into a new creation. I'm here to radicalize your life in a good way. I'm here to fill you with my love, my spirit, my presence, my holiness. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. It's like you open your heart to me. You said, come in, king of glory. I'm coming in. Let us wake up. Let us wake up, not in the wake up the way the world's saying to wake up to. Wake up to nonsense, craziness. A man can have a period. No, he can't. It's biologically impossible. But you got people believing this nonsense. You've got legislators trying to pass legislation saying so. And that it's evil of me and wrong of me to even say this. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Do you want to know, a com if you want a commentary on what's going on, go read Romans 1. You cannot break the laws of God. They will break you every time. You're not breaking God's laws. They will break you. That's the truth. And Romans 1 makes it clear. When you fail to worship God and give thanks, that's the first thing. They fail to worship and give thanks. Listen, if you are becoming ungrateful, then you're going down a slippery slope to hell. And it goes pretty fast. You go read it. They failed to give thanks, therefore they worshiped the creature. My opinion matters, how I feel matters. It's the truth instead of God's truth being the truth. And then, and then it goes from there into the exchange. And God said every time, and so he gave them over. He gave them over. He gave them over to a reprobate mind. And I love what C.S. Lewis said. At the end, there's two types of people at the end. Two types. The one who says to God, thy will be done. And those to whom God says, thy will be done. You didn't want my ways, your will be done. You didn't want my presence. You didn't want my morality. You didn't want my holiness. Your will be done. Which, which camp do you want to be in? I want to be in God's. I want to be in God's. So let us wake up. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness, so then let us not be like others 
let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us what? Be sober. Do you know that you can get drunk on more than just alcohol? You can get drunk on pornography. You can get drunk on gossip. You can get drunk on neediness. There's all kinds of drunkenness. People can get drunk on worry, get drunk on fear. It consumes them. They're drunk on it. They're drunk on success. They're drunk on money. They're drunk on prestige and fame. There's all kinds of ways that we can become unsober. People get drunk on fear, fear of what's coming. So scared, so afraid. It's because you're drunk on it. They get drunk on negative news. They get drunk on conspiracies. They get drunk on all kinds of things. But the Bible says, don't get drunk with wine. Don't get drunk on this stuff. But rather be filled with the Holy Spirit. Beyond being filled is actually the Greek tense there. Because you all leak. If you drive your car, gas is going to get out of it. Electricity, you're going to have to be, if you've got one of those toxic electric vehicles. Well, seriously, do the math. Go do the study. Where are you going to put all those batteries that leak toxicity back into the system and you think you're saving the planet? Just go study it. Go look at it. Go, go watch the videos of where the lithium and stuff is being, being taken out of the ground by slave labor and kids and no mask. Tell you, the insanity is turned from God. You get this nonsense. Pastor, I, tr- I drive a Tesla. God bless you. <laughs> they are fast. Man, they're fast. I got to drive one. The guy told me I had to drive it like I stole it, so I did. The other pastor was like, oh, I said, no, stop. The thing's just squat and go, boom. Like, there's no revving up. It's instant. It's, it's amazing. It really was. So I was going in and out of cars across the Broadway Bridge. I was zero to 100, and boom. It was great. I always wanted to be a race car driver. He said, drive it like he stole it, so I did. It's like I, I had to obey my authority. He owned the car. <laughs> so many ways to justify our sin. Anyway, moving around. <laughs> Where am I going here? For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as, in fact, you're doing. Here's another one. How about we let peace rule? Let peace rule. 
Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with hearts of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. Bear with one another and forgive any complaint you have you may have against someone else. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which is the bond of perfect unity. Let, can we read that out loud together? Come on, verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, for to this you were called as members of one body, and be thankful. Come on, why don't you let the peace in? You let worry in. You let fretting in. You let complaining in. Why don't you let peace come in and rule? Let peace come in and rule. Close the door to that other stuff. Get that stuff out and let peace come in. Let, let it rule. Let it be the umpire. That's what it really means. It means I'm calling balls and strikes. I'm calling things safe and things that aren't safe. And God gives you that peace, that peace that says that's not safe. Don't let that in. That's heresy. Don't receive that. Let the peace of God rule. Look what Jesus said. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. He's getting ready to leave them. Peace I leave with you, not my peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. Come on, church. Do you know how many Christians I run into constantly? I'm so scared. I'm so afraid. I'm just so scared. I'm just so afraid. I'm so worried for my children and my grandchildren. I mean, I hear it. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? where are you at? Who is ruling in your life? What Bible are you reading? What Bible are you reading? What are you not letting in? What are you talking about? Have you not read your scriptures that in the last days men will be lovers of self rather than lovers of God, lovers of pleasure? They'll be blasphemous. Come on, have you not read what the Bible talks about in the last days? Well, you know, yeah, well, oh, so that's great and noble. You want others to go through it, but not you or yours. What kind of courage is that? Where's faith in that? You talk about the softening of people. Church, we got to wake up. We got to... We got to let the king of glory rise up in us. We got the one who is more than a conqueror living inside of us. Yes, we are. And every place on which my foot shall tread, my God has given it to me. This is the word of truth. This is the scripture of God. This is the logos, the living word. Jesus, he's not pathetic and weak. He's strong. He's the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. To him be glory and honor and praise. And be ye thankful. I'm thankful. I'm teaching my grandchildren to be afraid of the world. I'm not teaching my grandchildren to be scared and afraid of ideologies. They got the truth in them. Truth wins. Come on now. On the evening of that first day, now look here, Jesus already told them, be sober, 
don't be afraid, I'm with you. And then where are they at? They're hiding in fear. On the evening of that first day of the week when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands inside. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. See, even though he had told them, they, didn't still, they still didn't get it. They still didn't let it in. Are you hearing me? You, you got to let it in. That's why I said, are you ready to get into the word? And you're ready for the word to get into you. It's not good enough for you to hear this word. You got to let the word in. You got to let it be powerful in you. You've got to let it mess with you. You've got to wrestle with it and let it crucify your flesh and renew your mind so that the character of God may come forth. Yes. And Jesus said, peace be with you as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. I, I, you need to take a deep breath right now, I receive. Like Jesus wants to breathe on you right now. Right now, present day, Pentecost Sunday, right here. Receive the Holy Spirit. I'm serious about this. I breathe out the bad, I breathe in the good. I breathe out the worry, I breathe in the faith. I breathe out, I breathe out my unforgiveness, I breathe in forgiveness. Oh, Jesus, forgive through me. Come on now. We're spiritual beings. First and foremost, we're spiritual. I knew you why I formed you in my mother's womb. Boom, spirit. He knew you. Your spirit first. And that's what the devil, that's what the fall does. Puts the spirit last. Puts the flesh first. Then the soul. And I just want what I want. I'm hungry. I don't want this lust. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be lustful. I'm going to let my flesh rule. And then I'm going to let my soul. Then it's like, well, that's, that's how I feel. And I don't want to forgive. And I, I just, you know, I feel like this. And, and therefore, my soul's right. And no, it's not. It's corrupted. It needs to be renewed. And then the spirit. Maybe get some leftovers. No, my spirit. I'm going to feed my spirit. The word of God is breath. It's life. Lord Jesus, I'm feeding my spirit. My spirit's going to rule over my flesh and over my soul. The truth of God. Let the peace in. Let the fear go. Come on now. Let the peace in. Let the fear go. Second Timothy, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a of self-control. Sound mind. Disciplined mind. That's what it means. Sound. It's discipline. It's not all messed up. It's sound. <laughs> Let the word dwell in you richly. Come on. Let it dwell in you how? Richly. I'm a rich man. I'm a rich man. A very, very rich man. I've got all kinds of songs going around in my brain. I may not sing on tune, but I know some of them, parts of them, and I mix them together, and they're great. <laughs> Hallelujah. Someone asked me the other day, you got a song for everything? Just about. Just about. I'm a non-singer singer. That's what I am. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. How important do you think gratefulness is in your walk with God? How important do you think thankfulness is in your walk with God? I'll tell you how filled with the Spirit you are. I can tell by how thankful you are, how grateful you are. I can know. I, you can, you, it just becomes pretty clear what you've been eating, what you've been letting in, what you're not letting in. 
I mean, seriously, we just give ourselves away. And whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And God's people says, amen. Get in the word and let the word get into you and let your faith speak. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. And in keeping with what is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. We who have the same spirit of faith also believe and therefore speak. Come on now. Let us stay in step with the Holy Spirit, Galatians 5.25. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Amen. Let us hold fast. What? Hold fast to our hope that we profess. Hold fast to our confession of faith for he who promised is faithful. Let us not, let not the sun go down on your anger, Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. I want to share a practice with you that I learned years ago from a pastor or leader or mentor somewhere, somewhere. He said, the moment you're offended, forgive. Do it right then, right now. I, I don't care about how you feel right then. You may still be angry and then a junkyard dog that's not been fed. I'm telling you one thing, you need to forgive the moment you're offended. Just go ahead and shut the door to the devil. I'm serious about it. You shut that door. Don't give him a foothold. God, I'm so ticked at them, I could just give them a smash burger. You think a smash burger is one you go by? This is one right here. Boom. It's going to be quick and hard. Your eyes are going to water. Then you're going to get a knee to the groin, and you might get something else. Don't mess with me. Devil. <laughs> you, know, you know, you can control a person with a thumb. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not letting this offense grow. I'm not going to be a bitter man. I'm not going to be a bitter Christian. I'm not going to do it. I forgive. Father, I forgive them right now. I forgive them even before they know what they do. I forgive them because I don't want the devil to have a foothold in my life. Do you know how many bitter, angry, unforgiving Christians that are filling churches week after week? A lot. And it's one too many. Don't you be the one. Don't you be the one. Let this mind be in you. What is this mind? Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ, which there is, if there is any consolation of love, which there is, if any fellowship of the Spirit, which there is, if any affection and compassion, which there is, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility consider one another as more important than yourselves, and do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who as he already existed in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a bondservant and being born in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by coming death, obedient to the point of death, death on the cross. This mind, I'm going to let it be in me. Will you let it be in you? 
Let your character be free from the love of money. Come on, the scripture says, make sure that your character is free from the love of money, being content with what you have. For he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. Timothy said this, of course, godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, so we cannot carry anything out of it. But if we have food and clothing, so we will be content with these For those who want to be rich, however, fall into temptation, become ensnared by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money, listen, money is not the evil. It's the love of the money is the root of all manners of evil. By craving it, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, you, O woman of God, flee from these things and pursue righteousness, pursue godliness, pursue faith, pursue love, pursue perseverance and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made the good confession before many witnesses. Come on now. Will you let faith in today and I'm going to challenge those of you today that you've let fear in you've let the love of money in you've let doubt in you've let lack of trust in will you turn it around today Will you turn it around today? And will you make that first check that you do? Will you make that first gift that you do? Every paycheck, you go, God first. I'm going to encourage you to do it. Watch, watch things turn around. Seriously. Because God wants your heart. And when you don't have that going first, then he doesn't have the heart that he needs from you. Oh, it got quiet in here. I don't need your money, and God doesn't need your money, but he's after your heart. That's the issue. He's after your heart. And it's the same thing he would ask you to give up a girlfriend who who you need to give up because she's got your heart and God doesn't. Or he'll ask you to give up the boyfriend that's not hard after God. And why? Because he's after your heart. It's always a heart issue. He'll ask you to give up a hobby that's distracting you from the pursuit of God. Why? Because he doesn't have your heart. Whatever you can't give to God shows me that God doesn't have all of you. Read it and weep. Listen and hear. Why is the music playing? It's my cue to keep going. That's what my brain tells me. I need you to stand because the music's playing. It's time to dance. It's time to get on the dance floor. It's time to get out of the bleachers. It's time to get into the game. It's time to let God in. It's time to let Satan out and close the door to him, smash his head on the way out. Seriously. It's time to be bold and courageous. It's time to be bold and courageous in love, in mercy and grace, in the kindness and meekness and mercy of God. It's time to be bold in humility. It's time to be bold in letting, letting your praise out. It's time to let the fruit of your lips giving thanks to God to come forth. It's time for us not to be silent. It's time for us to sing and make our voice heard. It is time. It's time 
to let God, to let God. It's time to let God. And my last few points here, I want to say to you, let grace work. Let grace work. Look what Paul says, for I am the least of the apostles and unworthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not in vain. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Will you let grace work? Listen, I am not calling you to believe and behave. I am calling you and me to believe and become. Believe and behave has to do with religious works and Phariseeism that will lead to death. But believe and become. Let grace work. Let grace into your heart today. Let grace in the form of Jesus. Let him in. Will you let him in so that it will do the work in you and through you? Let grace come in and forgive through you. Let grace come in and love through you. Let grace come in and renew your mind. Let grace come in. Grace and truth. Jesus, full of grace and truth. Let Jesus, the Logos, the living word of God, the grace of God to you and the grace of God to me. And that's why Paul opened up every epistle. Grace to you and peace from God our Father. And he closed it the same way because he understood the power of grace working. And that's what you need to do and I need to do. We need to let grace work. Like, let him in, let him in, let him in. And go all in with Jesus. Align yourself with your new nature. Come on. Bow your heads with me. If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I need to turn to God. I need to turn to God. I need to turn from my wicked ways. I need to turn to God, and I want to do it today. I don't want to excuse it. I don't want to put it off anymore. I don't just want to believe. I want to believe and be saved. I want to believe and be changed. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. If that's you, just lift your hand right now. Lift it up. Lift it up right now and just say, God, my hand lifted up is my heart saying to you, come on in. And just invite him in right now. Invite him in. No, no holds barred. Give it all. I'm going all in, God. You went all in for me. I'm going all in for you, God. I want you, Jesus. I want you to save me. I want you to forgive me. I want you to grant me repentance. I want you to grant me a new life. God, I want to come alive with you. I want to be aligned to who you say I am. I want grace to work in my life. As you open your heart to him, just open your own words to God and invite the King of glory into your life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.